0: Well, Ulysses, it's one of our favorite episodes to
1: do every week, and that is the midweek mailbag. Yes, let's clear our minds from a late night bullpen implosion from taking out your possible Cy Young pitcher at 81 pitches on the bottom of the order. Let's not talk about that. Let's get into the mailbag.
0: You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Zambrano, And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Raise. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnRays and email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. If you are interested in becoming a sponsor with the show, LockedOnRays at gmail.com is the place to do that right into these mailbag trio of mailbag questions today this first one from Darren Heibert he says if if the Yankees trade for Juan Soto do you think the quote oh no they got one freaking Soto or are you glad that they probably overpaid and depleted their system of guys
1: that the Rays now won't have to face in the coming years. Uh, hi Darren, it's been a minute. Thank you for writing to us, man. Um, okay, that's that's a that's a good question. I think no matter how many really good prospects you have, the if they were all to become half of Juan Soto, you would be ecstatic, right? So. Uh, No, I I don't think it'd be like, oh, thank gosh, we don't have to see those prospects uh, uh, ever because, you know, we have to see Juan Soto. So I I don't think that 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 would be the trade off. Now, I think that the, the biggest thing to to take into consideration with with this hypothetical is in order to be really upset or be like, man, the Yankees did that for real, is if the future after the two and a half years is still with the pinstripes so what i mean is if the yankees deplete their system to get juan Soto for two and a half years it's gonna suck mm-hmm. but it's gonna suck way more if they do that knowing that they're going to give him the 500 mil that he's probably looking for and they've got the the, the budget for it so uh, if the yankees were to make that such a trade I don't think that it's just for two and a half years. I think the the wallet is open and they're and they would be like, you know what? Let's let's give away Aaron Judge. We're not going to Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is a really good player, but we would rather spend twice the money on a guy who's twenty-three or twenty-five when he's a free agent, uh, who could be the best hitter since Ted Williams. Yeah couple
0: things. If the Rays or not the Rays. Oh my gosh. I'm dreaming right here. Uh if <laughs> the Yankees landed Juan Soto, I think it's only under the certainty that they're going to be able to lock him up for the next twelve, ten, twelve, fifteen 10, 12, 15 years whatever it is. They know what his price is to mm-hmm. sign that max deal whatever yeah. it may be. He's not yeah. coming to the Yankees for uh rental or a multi-year rental. He would be there for the long haul. Now, the question is if they acquire Juan Soto, does that mean they're also keeping Aaron Judge? No way. No way. So is it, does it really, would it even make sense in that case for them to go after Juan Soto if they can just extend and keep a franchise cornerstone like Aaron Judge and hold on to their prospects
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, again, that, that's, that's the juggling that they have to do in that front office, right? Uh, Is do we keep the guy that, you know, very Jeter like, he never makes a a wrong statement in front of a microphone is a, is a talent unlike a lot of other players. I mean, if you, if you put a list of top 10 baseball players that you want to start a a team with Aaron judge would be in that top 10. Um, He's, so yeah, he's the this, Yankees the version of Freddie Freeman, basically, in terms exactly. of the importance
0: and the character to that franchise in present day.
1: Yes. And look what happened to Freddie. He ended up jumping ship. So I, I don't. I w- after seeing what happened to Freddie, um, I wouldn't put it past that Aaron Judge is, is wearing another uniform. Especially, I mean, like, again, look at the age difference, though. Like, he's going to be 31, or he's 31, Aaron Judge. Um, yeah. Soto's 23. Like, it would be way more money. It could be potentially double the amount of money. Um, maybe not the double, but close to. Um, mm-hmm. But I, if I had to start a baseball team and I had the option of Juan Soto or Aaron Judge and it would be co- costing me more for Juan Soto, would, I'd go for Juan Soto.
0: Yeah. And whatever the Yankees do and maybe – two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, they add a guy like Juan Soto and you say, yeah, they got Juan Soto, but they definitely overpaid in various fashions and forms. But we got to acknowledge the elephant in the room. The Yankees are now, whatever they've done recently, they are a smarter front office today Mm -hmm. than they've ever been. They've addressed and solved, we think, the idea of, Learn from the Angels. You can't just have Mike Trout and Shohei Ohtani and expect to win a championship. You need to have good base runners. You need to have good left side of the infield defense. You have to have a catcher who's good at framing and blocking pitches. You have to have a a stable of arms that can throw uh, four seamers and sinkers with extremely, extremely high velocity. So the infill that the Yankees have added to their roster over the past year it it looks like they know what they're doing as opposed to hey we're just gonna give up everything and do what we have to do to get the big name and you know what if when have we ever like the Yankees farm system exists to acquire guys like Juan Soto it's not like I I don't think Yankees fans or people out there saying oh man I can't just wait till we get Anthony Volpe. Just wait yeah. till we get Oswaldo Peraza up here yeah. on the. Yeah, maybe there's a little Jason Dominguez. I, I think that guy's overhyped and overrated, but no, nobody talks about that like the like Yankees fans don't prospect hug like Rays fans and other organizations prospect hug. It's because- hey, we have this farm system to go out and get expensive all star caliber players
1: just like in businesses there are corporate cultures already set there are organizational cultures within a fandom that are set and and race fandom and i think oakland athletics of uh, uh, fandom and and other, ba- other other teams like that they do appreciate the prospects they do follow it and 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 know that because that's that's the the bloodline that's where yeah. they're, you're going to really see the 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 production come in in a couple of years so you get really into the prospects. Yankees don't have that. The Yankees want the big name. Lately, everybody has been shifting towards more prospect hugging. Every, mm-hmm. every franchise has, um, including their fandom. But if you put that on a spectrum, yes, you would be correct. The the, the, the Yankee, the normal Yankee fan is not going to prospect hug as hard as uh, the Rays fan does. But just to, to kind of put a, a bow on this, I'd like to say just like I I, I did with Clayton Kershaw when he came to pitch uh, at the TROP and we went to see that game. And when Shoei Ohtani was here and um, uh, I took my dad. If Juan Soto ends up being with the Yankees, that would suck. But it wouldn't suck for us as baseball fans. It would suck as race fans. But as baseball fans, now we would get treated to around 14 games every year. Remember the scheduling change yes. uh, for, 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 next year. Um, so it wouldn't be 19, but around 14 games, we would be privy to watch a generational talent like Juan Soto. And, and I think that would be a good thing for us baseball fans who happen to be race fans. I'd much rather watch uh, Anthony Volpe in a Yankees
0: uniform than uh, Juan <laughs> Soto.
1: So that's the race fan in you talking not the baseball fan. Exactly. Yeah.
0: No, that is a very astute point. Now, Do you think by August 2nd, Juan Soto will be in a Yankees uniform?
1: I think he'll be in New York. I just think he'll be in another borough. I think he's going to the Mets. That, man, the Mets would
0: literally have to... I, I think Cohen
1: might have to give up part ownership of the Mets the nationals for that and to happen would. because and he would dude he's crazy I, yeah. uncle steve is gonna do whatever he said in five years i will bring a championship like yeah. that's the kind of move that you do yeah. to make that happen interdivisional
0: rivalry and i don't know can the nationals front office ownership and fan base stomach yet another national star playing within the division a la bryce hopper a la max scherzer I, I talk about blockbuster. Oh my gosh.
1: That would, do you be, think, would you think he's going for the Yankees or he'll land somewhere else like San Diego or something?
0: Um, I would, I'll say this. I think I would take the field over him landing with the Yankees. Not, I mean, obviously one Soto would be, well, that's huge. That's come on. That's, yeah, that, okay. Come so on. fine. He'll, he'll wind up with the Padres or okay. the
1: Dodgers. I'll just Damn. say this: How about a National League team? National Damn. League team on the West Coast. I'll I'll give you that. Um, Padres and Tatis, um, Tatis, and Soto in the same lineup. Yeah. This is MLB the show again. I like it. Right. Yeah. So and man, just imagine Juan Soto with the short
0: porch of of the Yankees. Machado. do. I mean, back, back to back to, back? Do the Yankees really need Soto right now? Like, let's be frank. I mean, they're they've they've got the dynamic set.
1: Settled, they, if Aaron judge really is not coming back, you have going. If Aaron judge is not coming back, they need an outfield spot, and it's not going to go to yeah. Joey Gallo. they don't want to do Aaron Hicks. they might wa- well, I know, they might, as- but, might as well go with Juan. But going
0: not to run too long on this topic, but if the Yankees landed Juan Soto, how would that make Aaron judge feel, where he basically knows that, okay, I'm expendable after the offseason, then you have uh, yeah. you may have a malcontent in the clubhouse. That is something you, you that could. has to be weighed.
1: You so. could, but then again, um, I think that if that happens, Aaron Judge is going to be like, I'm going to do me. And if me means doing everything I've been doing to get my contract, yeah, fine. I don't care. And besides, you said that the Yankees were getting smarter. Smarter means being logical and not being emotional in this case. Yeah. In the front office, if they're not being emotional, then they're doing their job. But smarter also,
0: I would argue that you also have to be emotional now that you can't just look at – pieces of the puzzle and look at these players like ponds you have to understand the importance of clubhouse culture and the importance sure. of what types of people you have in the room and, and how that can derail or propel a season so there's a lot to consider with yeah. that it's a fun conversation for sure and an absolute yeah. great question from darren Hybert there so uh we've got a couple more mailbag questions to get into but first you have to make your uh, moment sparkle with jewelry from blue and going on Right now is the Blue Nile anniversary sale. You can save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, every order is insured, ships-free, and arrives in discreet packaging that will not give away what is inside. So shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. All right, this next question from Jake Stokes, one of our big time listeners and contributors. Uh, He says, how do we, the Rays get Ian Happ and Wilson Contreras from the
1: Chicago Cubs? Short answer, Jake, by giving up people that you like, by giving up really good (laughs) ball players. Like that's my short answer. Um, You have, for those that don't know, Contreras and Ian Happ, both all stars, uh, both productive players both entering their peaks. Contreras is going to be a free agent after this season. Ian Happ will be a free agent after next year. So you would be getting a year and a half for Happ and half a year for Contreras. Now that we ha- know that Mejia is on the IL, Contreras mm-hmm. would be a lovely, lovely thing. But again, that would be a lovely, lovely thing for literally 29 other teams. Like, I don't know what team wouldn't be okay with having Wilson Contreras behind the dish. Like, it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't compete. Right. Every team would be better. Ian Happ, strong player, man. Um, I don't think... I went on, <laughs> went on uh, baseball trade values uh, as, a, as a guide, people, as a guide. This is not, you know, an exact science. Their Contreras and Happ, their total value is at 33.90 okay thirty three point nine so and combined combined thirty three point nine but there has to be a tax due to trade deadline mm-hmm. due to uh you know knowing that other teams are on the hunt, so you have to like it's like you gotta go over asking price you know it it's not at the price, so I went a little bit above thirty three point ninety I don't think I went too. Uh, too much above. I went to thirty-seven twenty, but I I still wouldn't do the trade. I don't think I would. Okay. Um, it includes Austin Shenton, third baseman in, in the minors, uh, Cameron Meisner, outfielder. Okay. And Yandi Diaz. You wouldn't do that trade for Ian
0: Happ and both Wilson Contreras. This isn't. Those three guys for one of these guys, it's
1: a three for two. Yes. And you know why I wouldn't do this trade? Because this team, I do not see them being successful without Yandi Diaz's bat. I don't. And I, yeah. I, I love what Ian Hap can do, I love what Wilson Contreras can do. But the skill set, the very unique skill set that Yandi Diaz has on base. Not chasing, not whiffing. I understand people get frustrated when they look at those big biceps and they see no power. I understand. But his skill set is so very much needed in 2022, especially this race team. Especially this race team that doesn't have anybody else that can do what he does. And look at that lineup. When you have Yu Chang, uh, you know, uh, Brett Phillips. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Taylor Walls, I, I, you have to get hits from somewhere in the lineup, somewhere in the lineup. And Yandi Diaz is not somebody that I'm ready to let go. Um, but I don't know if you, if you have a, a, a trade idea of yeah, your own. I don't have a specific trade idea, just a theory on this
0: question from Jake Stokes. But I got to be honest, I don't think Austin Shinton or Cam Meisner are ever going to sniff a Rays uniform. Maybe somewhere else they'll play, but I, I see them down on the totem pole as far as 40-man or, or getting a spot. So I almost see it just today as a, a Yandy Diaz for Ian Happ and Wilson Contreras swap. And I look at Yandy Diaz brings a ton to the table, but man, you you, you put in a, a 366 on-base percentage for Ian Happ, who could almost – make the case if he's sort of a poor man's Ben Zobrist in a way and Wilson <laughs> Contreras is 373 on base percentage not to mention the the OPS and the power numbers of all those guys combined um I would do that deal I honestly don't think it would enough I I don't think it would be enough to land yeah. both of those guys but I think that um despite and even with the uh Francisco Mejía injury which means For the foreseeable future, Renee Pinto is your everyday catcher. That's a tough sell for me as of right now. Um, I think the Rays, I don't think Wilson Contreras is going to be part of the Rays equation for for multiple reasons. But if they do want that high-level, everyday, all-star caliber catcher, I think it has to be Sean Murphy. Because he has so much more team control. control Yeah. as opposed to Wilson Contreras who's going to be a free agent this upcoming season. And well, we know yeah. Sean Murphy the value that he provides defensively and offensively. Um moreover, you acquire Sean Murphy, that may that may solve your Mike Zanino problem. You get a guy of like Sean Murphy, you get Sean Murphy,
1: there's really no reason that you need to bring back
0: Mike Zanino. You I know. would think
1: no the, the, that's a, that's a good point with Sean Murphy you would kind of be be what is it um killing two birds with one stone yeah uh you you fix a situation short term and long term and you don't have to uh, uh knock mm-hmm. on Zanino's door i but my point more of the with the trade idea was to kind of put it in perspective to race fans so i don't think if the cubs get that call and then the rays do that they would laugh. They would laugh heartedly. They would put it in speakerphone first. The Cubs front office. They yeah. would laugh. <laughs> they would laugh so hard, and then they would hang up without an answer. And that's my point, Jake. If you want Ian Happ and you want Wilson Contreras, get ready to like get get you know get rid of some guys. Yeah. Get rid get rid of some guys that you actually know from from the prospect list. Like, what are you willing to give up? Because you're going to have to give up a lot for those two guys. You have to look at it this way. The
0: most casual of Rays fans, those types of names that that most casual of Rays fans know, you're going to have to include those types of players in this mm-hmm. deal. Cam Meisner ain't going to cut it.
1: Austin yeah. Shinton
0: ain't going to cut it. Yandi no. Diaz may be a factor, but yes, it's going to take... Not enough.
1: That absolutely... Not enough. Um, so that's, no. that's the point with that baseball trade values uh, uh, math. I said that was 37.90, which is above Ian Happ and Contreras. But when you talk about it, you say, heck no. The Cubs yeah. would just laugh at that. So you have to go over asking price. When you go over right. asking price, that means change that Cameron Meisner to maybe a Josh Lowe, change, change that Austin Shenton to something You might else. have to
0: change it to a Curtis Mead. Let's be honest.
1: There you go. Yeah, there you go. And
0: that's the thing: the Rays historically do not like overpaying, no money or trades or otherwise. And I think they they may be a little bit snake bitten in how the Nelson Cruz deal shook out. Of you get this big name, and again, not saying that Nelson Cruz was bad or horrible. I mean, he
1: no, I will forever serviceable. I will forever yeah. clap that. Thank you, Race Front Office, for doing that in 2021. That's exactly what needed to yes. be done, and they did it. So thank you. Exactly. Um, and again, just going beyond
0: the numbers of a guy or a guy or multiple guys, you have to think, you have to take it all into account. Ian Hap, Wilson Contreras, they play for the Cubs. Big fan base, big market in the NL Central. What's that adjustment like? Of going from there to the Tampa Bay Rays at Tropicana Field in the AL East with a so-so fan base or a so-so level attendance. of attendance. Yes. Yeah. So those are factors that you have to include. I think that we we probably need to move off the idea of all the big names that are talked about by Jeff Passan and Ken Rosenthal and, and MLB trade rumors. Let's let's talk more Victor Robles. Let's talk more, yeah. Michael A. Taylor, if we're yes. going to go down that road. Heck, if you want to get uh, really, really crazy, David Peralta, you know. Yeah, I exactly. Think, yeah,
1: yeah. If 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 you feel like betting, which by the way, I think you you would have the right. Place to do it at betonline.net. Those are the kind of names that you have to go for. Because when you go to betonline.net, by the way, it is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. You can find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. You can find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even a golf Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, podcasts, they have you covered. So head, on, uh, head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts.
0: All right, this final uh, comment, uh, maybe somewhat of a hot take depending on your perspective. Uh, Daniel Vonder says, the Rays should trade Corey Kluber. Is that it? That is, that is it. Is that all he
1: says? That is the statement. The Rays should trade Corey Kluber. Not even a and period. His, and his name is Daniel? Yes. All right, Daniel. Thank you for, for writing to us. Um, you can write more. We, we don't charge for more, for more words or more characters. Yeah. We just so. ask that if you send us a voice memo, make it 60 seconds or less. That's the only rule we have, honestly. Um, Hmm. The Rays should trade Corey Kluber. Okay, I'm going to say no without a period or an exclamation point behind that statement. No, Daniel, no. They should not trade Corey Kluber. Um, I think a lot of... Kevin, would you say I'm frustrated when the Rays lose on this podcast? Yeah, and they've lost four in a row now. Would you say that that frustration equals that I think that they're not going to make it into the playoffs. Uh, I think that you're confident that the Rays
0: will weasel their way into the playoffs.
1: Why is everything a binary situation in 2022? We can all be frustrated with the poor play that the Rays have done this year. We should, I mean, my goodness, it's been poor mm. on the base paths, defensively, on the hitting side, on the injury side. How could we not be frustrated? But why does that mean that we don't believe that this team is going to the playoffs? Why do we think that they're just like punting the season? It's yeah. remarkable that with the amount of injuries, the lack of of offensive production from multiple guys, with, with the um, amount of errors on the base pass, with the amount of unearned runs allowed that this team is where they are like they're like seven games above 500 still they're on the wild card chase like it's amazing to me that people still think that that um they should completely sell now to the jake stokes i'm sorry jake they're not gonna get any name any big name that you're looking at a military josh bell (laughs) please never not going to happen. Like you said, Victor Robles and David Peralta, maybe if you want to dream a little bit. Yeah. Sure. But they're not going that route. They're not going the Nelson Cruz route. Not at all. But they also are not going to trade Kluber. My goodness. He's been their second best starter. You're going to trade your second best starter as a two-month rental, as a 33-year-old prone starter? What are you going to get back? What are you going to get back? Yeah. A vending machine? A, 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 a lottery ticket playing in the, in the Florida Co- Complex League? No, you keep Corey Kluber. You keep him next to the Cy Young of 2022, Shane McClanahan, who they were waxing poetic yesterday, Doug Wechter and and and, and, and Duane about what he has meant to, to Shane McClanahan. Yeah, I'd keep him around. Uh, now, Daniel didn't provide
0: much context with this statement, but playing devil's advocate and maybe trying to see where he's coming from, uh understand that Corey Kluber has had a couple so-so outings uh most recently to the All-Star break four earned runs uh, a piece in his last two starts and not really striking anybody out but that's not really again everybody everybody even Shane McClanahan will have not necessarily a clunker but will not give you uh seven innings with zero earned runs but Where I I wonder where Daniel's going with this is the age and innings of Kluber accumulated thus far. Let's remember, he's already at 99 innings this season. How many did he throw last year? He threw 80. 80. How many innings did he throw in 2020? He threw one inning. How many innings did he throw in 2019? 35 innings. So he is basically getting to the point where he's thrown as many innings this year, one year, that he has in the last three years combined at 36 years old. Maybe Daniel is coming from the perspective of what did the Rays do last year? They traded old Rich Hill to the Mets. Didn't really get much out of it, but Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's what Daniel's thinking of. It's all downhill for here for Corey Kluber. He's not, he's probably not going to return to the Rays. So get what you can now before, the wheels fall off, so to speak, with him. Moreover, I wonder, and again, only the Rays know this for sure what is the status of so many of those injured pitchers? What is the status of Jalen Beaks? What is the status of Josh Fleming? What is the status of Yanni Torinos, Tyler Glass now, Nick Anderson, JT Chagual? A lot of arms that you got to cobble together to find room and work around on the big league roster. So I. I personally probably wouldn't trade Corey Kluber. I mean, depending on how these it, it, say the Rays go on a they they, they go on a 10-game losing streak leading up to the August 2nd deadline, then maybe you have a decision to make. Keep losing the Orioles, see what happens. But um yeah. I I don't think it's totally totally
1: that off the wall. Just I think the, based on what the, the I, said. I think compare the comparison from last year is a little bit this enjo- disingenuous because last year you had Shane Boz in 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 the minors waiting to get his name called. You had uh, Drew Rasmussen in the wings becoming a starter from the bullpen. Like you had available guys not coming from injury. So, yeah, do the Rays have a lot of arms coming back or hopefully going to provide some innings? Right. Sure, they do, but they're coming from injuries, which means that they have a question mark, a real bolded question mark next to their name. Yeah. So, But there's also a question you-
0: mark next to Corey Kluber, with his injury history, and can he can he give you another 40, 50 innings of solid play? That
1: well, that's the thing. If he's done it this long, you just have to roll the dice because you're not, you're not you. If you take out your second best starter in the hope in, in 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 the hopes that oh let's avoid a, a massive collapse, the, who is going to be now your second best starter? Like you you, the Rays don't have available guys on the wings that are not coming from injury there's there's nobody in in triple a that has been there the whole season like oh when am i gonna get my turn like there's none of those guys like they were last year so no i, I think it would be unless unless they go on a 10 game losing streak like you said yeah uh, which i really hope not that this doesn't become the the september of 2009 OGS will get that um then, yeah, I think it would be silly to, to trade Corey Kluber. So you don't have confidence in you trade Corey
0: Kluber and, hey, let's give another shot to Luis Patino. Let's give another shot to Ryan Yarbrough. Let's piecemeal this thing together. I Heck, Taj Bradley may earn his spot on the 40-man.
1: Yeah, but Taj Bradley literally has had one start in AAA. And, like, they, the Rays had Shane Bos do, like, 12 in AAA. So Taj Bradley is a non... A non-factor in 2022, like non-factor. About Yarbrough and Patino, Patino got hit hard both times, and they said and they saw something that they did not like, and they said, "No, you head him back to AAA." And Yarbrough, we know what Yarb's can do; he's behind an opener. So again, you'd be burning more arms ultimately. I think Corey Kluber right now is better than either option of Yarbrough and Patino.
0: And the other factor in all this money. The Rays may be able to save and salvage a couple shekels. Hey, this is the Rays at the end of the day. You know what? Hey, prop bet. Add it to the list. Corey Kluber is traded by August 2nd.
1: Oh, my. You, you and and Dan, is Daniel your, your, your uh, second account, your ghost account? What is it yeah. called? A burner I'm account? Like Kevin, I'm like uh, Kevin Durant. Burner account? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I'm with you, Daniel. I'll, I'll go to bat for you here. So if he's... hey. If if Corey Kluber is traded by August 2nd, I need a guarantee that you'll buy me a, a $7 cigar or something like that. Like, oh I need some. Oh, my goodness.
1: Uh, well, let's, let's put it on the list. Let's put okay. it on
0: the list. Sounds okay. good. All right. Great questions today. Keep them coming. Locked on at gmail.com or you can message us on social media as well. We also love the voice memos. Don't be a stranger with those either. Thank you for making the Lockdown Race podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen the the On MLB Prospects podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you on Thursday.